You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Monday, September the 21st. Locked On Cardinals is a daily podcast talking everything St. Louis Cardinals. I am Lucas Smith, your host for the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in on this wonderful Monday. Whether you're listening in the morning, afternoon, or evening, I don't know. But whenever you're listening, thank you. The Cardinals had a... a uh, Successful weekend this weekend, winning four out of five against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And last time I spoke to you, they had lost the first game on Thursday, and it was very unfortunate. I last spoke to you Friday before the two the doubleheader sweep. So since then, they've on a little bit of a four-game winning streak. So that's what you like to see. They are now in sole possession of that second-place spot over Cincinnati and Milwaukee, and are back in the playoff hunt and back in the playoff picture as well. So on the show today, I will do a brief recap of the four games over the weekend. I'm not going to go through situation by situation necessarily like I always do just because that's a lot of games and I have other stuff I want to talk about. Um, generally speaking, then I will, I'm going to highlight a couple of different players that I was impressed with this weekend. Uh, I will give my couple updates on the injuries, news, and notes, and my thoughts on those things, as well as preview the upcoming three-game set at Kansas City, which could loom large as well. Because every single game looms large right now at the point of the season that we are in. So, before I do any of that, I want to tell you that today's show, Monday, is brought to you by the wonderful organization of Special Olympics Missouri. Right now, you have a chance to help support Special Olympics Missouri, plus be entered to win a brand new 2020 GMC Canyon 4x4 truck. Here's how to participate. Buy your raffle tickets between now and October 31st, and that's easy. You should go to somo.org slash raffle and click on the green button. Buy truck tickets generically. 20 bucks gets you five tickets and one extra one free, and it connects SOMO athletes to health and wellness programs. Five bucks per ticket supports individuals with intellectual disabilities. $10 is the minimum online purchase, and you do not need to be in Missouri to win. So all my out-of-state listeners, you can go support this incredible organization as well. October 31st is your last day to enter for the truck, but don't wait till then because there are other awesome prizes along the way. Two trips will be awarded during the raffle period to Branson and Las Vegas. You get one entry there for every $40 of tickets purchased towards the truck raffle. And if you win a trip, you can still qualify for the truck. Once again, every four tickets you buy, you get one free. And for every 40 tickets, you get a separate entry to the drawing for the trips to Vegas and Branson. Head to somo.org slash raffle. Click on the green button to buy truck tickets generically. 20 bucks gets you five tickets, one free for being awesome, and a chance to win a brand new 2020 GMC Kenyan 4x truck or more. Special Olympics is an outstanding organization. I've volunteered there many, many times, and Special Olympics Missouri is also a great one as well. So please head over there to support them and a chance to support yourself with a little bit of a prize in there as well. So Cardinals taking the double header sweep on Friday. That is something that you absolutely love to see. And after, you know, in all honesty, an ugly loss on Thursday, a five to one loss, a double header sweep is what was needed on the eighteenth. First game was a six to five winner. It got a little tight there. Wasn't expected to be so close. Uh, with the Cardinals scoring in each of the first four innings, 
um, for their six runs. They had eight hits. What was really disappointing about this game was the four errors. And that really didn't help Carlos Martinez. Martinez going three and two-thirds, three hits, five runs. One of those runs was earned. Give up, uh, excuse me, four walks and a strikeout and an 8.4 ERA is what his ERA dropped to. The four walks are completely on him. You know, you, you look at this game, Wong starts it with leadoff home run, great. And then Martinez walks the first three men he sees. And then he gets a pop-out, and then a strikeout is called back on catcher's interference. So that's a run. Sacrifice fly, then he gets another pop-out. So two runs in that inning are completely on him because those were all walks. But the three runs in the fourth were really, really tough. You had um, DeYoung had a couple errors, and Edmund had an error as well. Edmund has six errors this year. Um, So that was tough. But, you know, overall, this game was okay. It got a little bit close to the end there because of the uh, other throwing error by DeYoung. Um, when Ryan Helsley got what should have been the third out. But, you know, a win's a win. I, th- I thought that Alex Reyes looked really good in this game. He's pitched really well this season. He His ERA is down to 2.65. Carrera pitched a, um, he got three outs across two innings, so an inning for him. Strikeout, a walk, and a hit given up. So he, he's looked really good. And I think it was good for Helsley, even though he walked two men. It was good for him to get a scoreless appearance underneath his belt. So 6-5 was the final. 40 minutes roll around. Uh, then you have a scoreless game for the first three innings before the uh, Cardinals get a hard right hit by DeYoung. He also has a sacrifice fly later on. And then the Pirates, it was the Pirates' turn to kick the ball around in game two on Friday, even though you know they, they were the road team, um, even though their game was being played at Pittsburgh, where they kicked it around in that sixth inning. They had three errors on the day, and uh, one of them was the catcher's interference in the sixth. The other was um, a throwing error by Kibrian Hayes in the sixth on Paul Goldschmidt running home. And the other was an error by Josh Bell on what should have been a, a double play. And Dylan Carlson, you'll love to see it. I'm going to highlight him later, talk about his improvements a little bit. But he had a home run. That was an absolutely pretty, pretty swing. So that's you love to see that. And then, you know, the speaker is really about the big innings. The Cardinals had... Uh, a six-run sixth on Friday in the game two, and then on Thursday, or excuse me, on Saturday they had a, a five-run seventh after being no hit for six innings, able to, to uh, load the bases w- w- without a hit for Tyler O'Neill in that sixth inning. Um, excuse, excuse me, it was in the seventh inning. After six innings, there were no hit um, with, with, with two walks and hit by pitch, and then O'Neill doubles, Carlson sacrifice fly, Wong with the single, Edmund with the single, so. The beginning in the seventh really sank Pittsburgh Pirates, and then after that, the bullpen was able to make it stick. And also in this game, Ponce de, or excuse, excuse me, KK Kim pitched really Ponce de Leon pitched really well in Game Two of the doubleheader on Friday. He was not credited with the win, but he still pitched really well, punching out nine. But forgot to mention that. But uh, KK Kim was able to, to pitch okay, five and a third innings. He mentioned that they had a protective lining in his cap that. Might have thrown off his mechanics. Um, but beyond him, Woodford with two, two-thirds of an inning scoreless. Ryan Helsley, another scoreless appearance, so you like to see that. And then Hennessy Cabrera with his first save of 2020 with a five-out save and three strikeouts to go along with it. Um, so that, that's good confidence for Woodford and Helsley, and that's more of the same for Hennessy Cabrera. I think KK Kim, you know, hopefully he figures this out. I remember his first start, he remembered he, he didn't warm up. Because uh, he's a very superstitious guy, and he didn't warm up right when the clock hit 
the 12, like right when uh, it was the start of the minute. So that threw him off psychologically. So maybe he'll, and he figured that out since then. He's pitched really well. So maybe he'll figure out the uh, silver lining or the uh, <laughs> protective lining in the cap, rather. And then yesterday, Sunday, was uh, another pitcher's duel. Jack Flaherty and Joe Musgrove pitching it out, both with 11 punch outs in six innings. Flaherty was the one that was credited with the win after uh, he pitched really well through six innings. And then, you know, the seventh inning, Yadier Molina with a clutch, clutch, clutch home run. Uh, they really needed that. You know, winning four to five was huge. I don't think three to five would have seemed as successful as a four to five trip. I know that might seem obvious and stupid for me to say, but I think it really hit home how important this was because um, the difference between a three to five and four to five is huge, especially when you're talking about, you know, they're, they're separated from the, from the Reds and Brewers by just one game. The uh, Cardinals are three and a half back and the Reds and Brewers are four and a half back and the Reds are eight and two in their last 10 as well. So, I mean, one game is huge. So it was big, big, big for Yadier Molina to hit that home run. And it was good to see Flaherty return to form, but so that's a quick little snapshot of all the games. I know that's a lot, but we do have a lot to get to. Because uh, I also want to highlight some players as well and talk about the uh, some injuries a little bit and just kind of get, get my take on certain players as we kind of hit the home stretch and what Schilt can do with certain players coming back and things like that. So, so I will talk about that in just a moment. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 the world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports have had a break, your businesses did not. You had to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever and indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful job tools to make your search that much easier. For example, sponsored jobs are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. And hurry up because terms and conditions apply and the offer is valid through September the 30th. The new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious than before. 18 amazing flavors with nut and non-nut options include six new flavors. For example, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp to go along with their 12 already incredible flavors like coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, orange, toffee almond, and coconut just to name a few. Bars are soft and easy to chew, and even more importantly, at least to people like me, bars are covered 100% in chocolate. Built Bar is still great for the health-conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Right now, you, when you order, you get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last, so please head over quickly to BuiltBar.com for a chance to get a free cooler with purchase. BuiltBar.com also has a promo code to use, and that promo code is locked on, and you will get $10 off your next order. Use promo code locked on for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. 
talked about the uh, four-game winning streak the Cardinals are on right now with a quick little snapshot of each game. Be sure to tune in tomorrow when I recap the game that is happening tonight. I'll preview that in a little bit. That's Cardinals and Royals. Mike Matheny wants to play spoiler for the Cardinals. I'm sure most teams do. Um, but first, I just want to talk about some of the themes I, I've noticed over the last couple of games and watching them. Um, you know, even though with the, the big innings the Cardinals have had, they really haven't had that much success with runners in scoring position. They were 0 for 6 on Friday in Game 1, and then in Game 2 they were 2 for 7, and then on Saturday 3 for 6. So that's good. But then back to yesterday. Uh, 0 for 6. So they're getting the big hits when they need them to. You know, Molina coming up with the big hit on uh, yesterday, but it still seems like consistently they're not they're not getting the job done. Uh, and you know, and that has to do with certain players. I mean, you, you look at Matt Carpenter. He broke an 0 for 23 streak before his single against Derek Collins yesterday. His average has dipped to 185. O'Neill, yes, he hit uh, a home run on on Thursday. I think it was. Uh, no, I'm sorry, he hit a home run on. On Friday, in the uh, in the first game in the second inning, but his average still has dipped to 183. Brad Miller's average has dipped to 238. DeYoung has cooled off; he's now 266. Carlson, even though I'll talk about him, I'm impressed; he's still at 176. And you know, Williams has started off his career two for ten. Bader, who's playing consistently, is 204, 722 OPS. You just see all these guys not getting the job done. Uh, and they're at least consi- with their averages and their their consistent performances. They're getting big hits when they need it, when they need them to. So that's great. They're getting they're getting wins. I'm not gonna sit here and say oh they they need to be doing you know better to get wins. They just they're getting wins. I think a big part of that though is that they're playing the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are 15 and 38 with a run differential of negative 88. A four to five is a really good achievement for St. Louis, but it's an achievement that should be expected when you're playing a team. That is 12 and a half games out of the first place. I'm sorry, you're 12 and a half games ahead of them in in the, in the standings, and they have a negative 88 run differential. You know, it, it's, it's just a four to five really should be expected, even though it really um, it was more so needed than expected for St. Louis this weekend. Uh, talking about some individual performances that I was impressed with, uh, I, I already talked about a little bit in game one on Friday. Reyes and Cabrera pitched really well. I'm really I'm excited for what this left-right duo can do in terms of effectiveness and electricity. Electricity? Um, electricity? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they just have electric arms. Their stuff is really, really good. So I was impressed with that in Game 1. Game 2 was Ponce de Leon impressing again. Uh, five hits, three... Excuse me, five innings, three hits, two earned, two walks, nine strikeouts. The one blemish was the home run by Brian Reynolds. Well, he gave it up after a walk, so that was hence the two runs. But if, you know, DeLeon can keep pitching like this, that's that's huge. You know, you move on to the game on center. That was a team effort, even though they got no hit for the first six innings. Uh, Tyler O'Neill with a big hit in that game. But, you know, KK Kim did pitch awful. But that was, again, Cabrera, really impressive. Helsley was really good. And then yesterday, I was impressed with, with, with the battery duo, uh, the, the battery mates between Yadier Molina and uh, Jack Flaherty. Flaherty returned to form. That's a start Jack Flaherty needed to make. That was huge. When you, when you look at the schedule, the next time he, he's going to start is probably um, it's going to be this weekend against Milwaukee. It'll probably Thursday or Friday in game one or two, depending on how Schilt wants to work the rotation. Probably be Friday in one of the games of the double order. So that's a huge start for him to gain confidence and gain 
um, get a little bit of his mojo back in that one. And then Molina is an absolute workhorse. He had a wrist contusion. He took a, a bat to the wrist. Uh, and the Milwaukee series comes back in a couple of days, hits a home run. He, it just seems like he hasn't missed a beat uh, since you know get, getting hurt like that. So, so you like to see that. And Dylan Carlson is back. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about him. I really think that a break is all that he needed. I think, you know, when when you look at somebody like that putting all that pressure on him, that's a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure to put on a, you know, 21-year-old. And and since he came back, he had a pinch hit appearance um, on the 18th. But since he came back, his his average was at 162. It's up to 176. So I'd like to see that. He was one for four yesterday with a double. I also had the big game uh, big game in game two on Friday with a three-run shot in the sixth. So I'm really, really happy with Dylan Carlson. I think that he he is back and he's going to he's going to impress like, like everybody thought he would. And that's huge for St. Louis to get some outfield production because Justin Williams isn't what I thought he was going to be. The rest of the outfield, we all know that. O'Neal's going to have a big hit every once in a while, but the consistency just hasn't been there. Bader hasn't been there. And, you know, the word on Fowler is not sure when he's going to be back. Speaking of injuries, uh, gonna quickly before I preview the, the Royal Series, just some news and notes uh, that I want, want to share and give my thoughts on. Um Wong was out of the lineup yesterday, and he's been hurt. Uh, there were reports of him being wrapped up in tape, and uh, he's been playing since the injury, but he, he, he still wants to remain, remain safe. I think the show's going to give him an extra day or two maybe uh, to sit him. Uh, we'll see if he's in the lineup tomorrow against – or excuse me, tonight rather, uh, against uh, Carlos Hernandez. He's a righty, so you'll probably see him. But uh, so, so that's a, a balancing act. That, that's an interesting one. And then Dakota Hudson, he's most likely going to be done for the year. And I think um, that's tough for St. Louis. It, it really is. But the um, you know the, the good news is that they the Cardinals have some options beyond him to start. Maybe not as solid as Hudson, obviously, but um, Gomber is going to start in his spot uh, at, at least for for Tuesday. I think that he will be the consistent one to get that starting spot instead of him. So I think the Cardinals starting five right now. Looks like Wainwright, Gomber, Martinez, Flaherty, and Kim. And then Ponce de Leon, maybe a spot start here and there. Maybe you, you flip-flop Gomber and Ponce a little bit. With the doubleheaders, you really are going to need six. With the remaining doubleheader, you might need a sixth starter to, to piggyback a little bit. So um, when it comes to postseason play, this is nothing but an advantage for St. Louis to have all these starting pitchers and you know for for the extra spots. So that, that's huge. Real quickly, before I wrap things up, we'll talk about the game that's going on tonight, 7.05 Eastern, first pitch. Wainwright on the hill against the Kansas City Royals. Wainwright, um, he's he's coming off a complete game against the Brewers, seven innings, um, just the two hits, or two runs other on four hits, nine punch outs. Uh, complete game because it was a doubleheader. I have no reason to doubt that he will step up again. And the way that things are lining up with Wainwright, you know, he's starting on Monday, depending on what Schitt wants to do with the rotation, he could end up starting, you know, if you want to give him an extra, an extra day of rest, he could start the last game of the season and really be that guy for you. I think that that might be what show that might be what they're lining up to do is to have Wayne start the final game of the season and line up to, to be that, you know, we, if we, if they need a win on that last day, Wainwright's going to get it done for you. Or at least give you the best chance. Cardinals going up against Carlos Hernandez. Um, his last time, this is his first time pitching since the 12th of September. Gave up three solo shots and in three innings in his debut. So we'll see what what that brings. 
Cardinals need to take two out of three. You know, like, like I said, you got Wainwright in game number one. Austin Gomberg is going for the St. Louis Cardinals in game number two. He will be opposed by uh, Brady Singer, who pitched who pitched really well uh, his, his last time out. And then in game number three, it'll be Carlos Martinez facing off against the lefty Danny Duffy. So we'll see how it goes. Cardinals have had a track record of making decent to really – uh, to making bad to decent pitchers look really good. Luis Castillo comes to mind. He's not bad this year anyways. Joe Musgrove looked really good, and he's not usually that good. Um, Steven Brault as well, the complete game um, a couple days ago. So we'll see if these if these pitchers live up to their reputation or if the Cardinals can actually hit them and, and get the job done. So I think the Cardinals take two out of three. Uh, uh, I think the Cardinals win the first one, and then the next two are toss-up in terms of if you want to say they win the win game two or game three. So... But we will see how it goes. Uh, I'm looking forward to the series against Kansas City. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for my recap of tonight's game. As always, LJ Fastball is a Twitter handle. LO underscore cards is Twitter and Instagram. Uh, leave me on the show, LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Stay safe, stay well, have a great day.